Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, welcome to today's podcast. Welcome back. Uh, Today, I'm talking about the myth of perfection, something that is near and dear to my heart that I've been thinking about a lot. I just finished my last final hooray, three hours of of, um, writing and thinking, Um, but I wanted to speak to you tonight because I want to think about this idea and this fallacy and this myth of perfection. And really, could this myth and ideal be holding us back? For me, in my life, I know it certainly is. Let's take this podcast, for example. I was so busy with my family and school and work, but yet it was the aiming for a perfect life where my house was always clean, and where my children were well-behaved be- and didn't struggle or yell at me, and I didn't struggle as a parent, where I still weighed less than 120 pounds, I, need- I didn't eat food that gave me hives, where our meals consisted of only organic, fresh-made, healthy choices, where I still had time to volunteer. And in it all, the mad rush to be perfect and to do it all, I fell. And because I fell... I decided that because I missed one week of podcasting, I wasn't perfect anymore and I couldn't go back. Two weeks turned into two months and here I am trying again, pushing past my comfort zone. I know that in some point in all of our lives, we develop an idea of what we think our life should look like, the ideal life in an ideal world but we don't live in an ideal world. When we start filtering everything through the eyes of perfection, we never seem to get there. We start to nitpick and criticize things we put a lot of work into. I am speaking from experience here. And instead of unveiling our dreams, we isolate ourselves. Sometimes we never share what we create because perfection is too far for us to reach. Realizing that mistakes and the profound, negative, awful feelings that they can sometimes prompt, knowing that these mistakes, we all make mistakes, that they're shared by many, can help mitigate our experience of shame and help us feel safe in the knowledge that we're not alone. And I went back to this book that I loved, that I've read before. It's um, a book by Brene Brown called I Thought It Was Just Me. If you haven't read it and you're you're struggling with this idea of shame and this m- myth um, or just stacking up in life, um, I, I highly suggest reading it. But the lie of perfection fuels shame and makes it hard for us to care for ourselves, and even for others. Most of us know that the perfection we see in TV, or even really the perfection we see presented in social media, um, on Instagram and Facebook, isn't real. 
but it's easy to get sucked in to the illusion that it is. This is just a prime example of how perfection is a shame-producing lie. But there's another issue with the perfection lie. It makes it difficult for us to perform roles, roles in our everyday life, role as a parent, as a business owner, as an author, as a... um, as a wife, as a husband. After all, if we expect to be perfect, we expect that we will always do our best and it will be perfect, it leads to the sense of failure. And really, it leads to difficulty in imperfect situations when we are called to be there and called to try. And as a result, we are extremely hard on ourselves and disappointed by our feelings. And and really, we become resentful. So I, I think we know, we know this, that it's clear that the ideals of perfection, they, it just isn't healthy. But it's hard to remember that when you're in the thick of it. And a good way to overcome these these ideals, is to show up with the opposite, to show your vulnerability. By accepting our own limitations in such situations, we can alleviate those feelings of shame and guilt and not enoughness. So here I am admitting to you that I am so embarrassed and full of shame over this podcasting thing. If you knew the thought work I had to do, you know that tear it up model, your thoughts impact your emotions, your emotions impact your actions, and that impacts your your result. If you knew of what I had to go through to get to this point, that vulnerability is real. I thought, well, I failed at everything. So this isn't anything different. I'll just give up. But here I am. So, and and it's not just that perfection, but it's a fear of failure. Sometimes that fuels perfectionisms, that fuels our unhealthy behaviors. This fear decreases the likelihood of taking calculated risks, which are often vital to achieve positive changes. Fear also reduces our ability to learn from our mistakes. If we're only focused on perfection, we're not going to be open from the deep and meaningful learning that that is available to us. Perfectionists are also so focused on judging themselves, judging ourselves, that we can't experience failure to find new ways to approach issues. I also just finished hallelujah, finish the book, finish by John Acuff. And he talks about the main stumbling block that people encounter when they try to finish their projects. Isn't that first day, isn't the start. It's not laziness, but perfectionism. Perfectionism convinces us that anything less than perfect is a failure and it's nothing worthwhile is doing unless you do it right. I might've heard that as a child, and, and this might be noble to try your best and to be perfect. It makes you miserable. If we accept that nothing will ever be perfect, we can start to enjoy the rewards of productivity and accomplishment and living in the moment. So I, I, I really think it's interesting to 
uh, to consider what we can do with this. So I like um, that he recommends to celebrate your progress by using data, right? So perfectionism constantly tells us that we're falling behind as we progress towards our goals, right? I, I'm a failure because I didn't continue with my podcast when I was taking 12 graduate hours and working and parenting. And oh. But you can combat these feelings by measuring your actual progress instead of just relying on the vague feelings you have about what you're doing. Um, I think a lot of times, and I love this, we all, we quit once it stops being perfect. And that is the real roadblock to finishing our pro, um, projects. So any plan can be ruined by perfectionism. Take, for example, my approach to dieting, right? I recently, I'm not saying anything here, but I tried um, a ambitious healthy eating plan with a friend. And I, one day ate a whole tin of peppermint bark. So I thought, you know what? I failed. I'm just going to stop doing it, right? That is not healthy. We do that and we we give ourselves compassion and understanding and move on and get back on the on the treadmill and try again, right? Um it's the and and John Acuff says, it's the actions on the day after something goes wrong that separates the quitters from the achievers. So did you skip the gym and sleep in a st- instead? What happens the next day? What happens? And don't fool yourself into thinking that excellence can only be achieved through perfection when in reality, it is that perfection that is the killer of excellence. I give up. I'm done. And it comes down to this. This idea of unconditional self-worth, of understanding, of an acceptance, and of compassion. Our sense of self-worth has a direct impact on every interaction we have. Interactions with ourselves, interactions with others, how we think, how we act, what we say, how we behave. And perfectionism requires us to base our worth on certain conditions. And we view ourselves only worthy as our most recent outcome. This external search to feel valuable can be extremely trying and extremely stressful. We feel like we're always falling short of the strict criteria that we use to determine our own worthiness. It's us that's using this, not them. And any wins or successes are always short-lived because we quickly focus on finding the next thing to feel good about ourselves. I have to laugh as I thought I had come up with a fantastic book title, Better Than Perfect, only to land on some other amazing author's website. Of course, in awe of this incredible woman's life, this, 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 almost jealousy, but it wasn't jealousy or comparison, or maybe it is, I don't know, but really an all of how she does it with all her photos and testimonials with celebrities like Oprah and and um, Michelle Obama. And she has kids and she writes these amazing books. And then I remind myself that I am doing what I can. 
that I shouldn't give up because someone else has written a book called Better Than Perfect and has the most amazing website, that I do matter too. And this work, my work, matters to someone somewhere. So I want to challenge you today to let go of your perfection myth. Let go of one thing, one thing that might be holding you back, whatever that may look like. You can delete your ideals of what that life should look like. You could even just make one change to say, you know what, I'm going to make a mistake and I'm going to keep going. And that will be my first step to letting go of perfection. Join me. I did it today. I'm here with you on this podcast. I hope you will join me in this effort because we know we matter. And the result of all of this hard work, this thought work, our cognitive battles, our emotional um, fortitude is peace and freedom. Because this and this acceptance and peace with who we are is better than anything we could dream up in our perfect fictional world. Imperfection allows us the unique opportunity to learn. No one survives perfection, but everyone benefits from imperfection. So join me. Thank you so much for joining us on the Lives of Courage podcast. I'm so grateful to be back. I probably, I've recorded some um, in the past podcast, but you know, of course, since my perfectionism uh, commitment, I didn't upload them. So I'm going to do that today. So you'll see... Um, a couple of extra podcasts. I can't wait to join you next week. Um, I hope you all have a great week. Thanks so much.